0: Story Behind the Story Theseus and the Minotaur Around 4,000 years ago, a rich and vibrant people that we now call the Minoans lived on Crete. The Minoans were named after King Minos and they left behind colourful mosaic pictures, statues and painted pots that show us some of the ways that they had fun. For instance, young boys and girls performed acrobatic leaps over the backs of bulls. Not a sport that I would recommend that you try. They left behind many statues of bulls and bulls' heads, some of them with golden horns. And their most powerful weapon was a two-headed axe, which was probably used in sacrifices. For the most part, they sacrificed animals though there is some evidence of human sacrifices too. Their favourite colour was the light blue of the sea, and the sea was very important to them. They reportedly had a navy, which they used to rule over most of the Greek islands, and they loved to draw pictures of octopuses, fish and dolphins. You can see many fine examples of their art in the museum at Heraklion in Crete. This is a perfect place to see how history and mythology are intertwined. Let me just remind you of two of the most famous myths that are set here on the island of Crete. I'll tell you them briefly now. When King Minos ruled Crete, He was the most powerful king in all of Greece. Every year, the cities that were under his rule had to send human sacrifices to feed the ferocious minotaur, half man, half bull, who lurked in the giant maze beneath his palace. One year, Theseus, a young prince of Athens, volunteered himself as a sacrifice, though he hoped to survive the ordeal by killing the minotaur when he arrived in the palace of King Minos, which we now believe to be Knossos. He worked his way into the affections of Minos' daughter, Princess Ariadne. Ariadne made up her mind to help Theseus. She warned him that if he ventured too far into the dark labyrinth, he would never find his way out, unless he did as she advised. She gave him a ball of golden thread and told him to unwind it as he advanced deeper into the maze. Theseus followed her instructions. He crept through the darkness, unwinding the thread as he went, and successfully killed the beast. He then retraced his steps through the gloom, following the thread, and escaped into the daylight. Now, the second story is about Daedalus. Remember the brilliant architect who built the palace and the labyrinth For King Minos. Well when his work was complete. Minos refused to let him leave Crete. Daedalus decided to escape. He built wings made out of wax. For himself and for his son. Icarus. Father and son took off from the roof of the palace. And soared above the sparkling sea. But Icarus grew too confident. And he flew too close to the sun. His wings melted in the heat. And the boy went tumbling down into the waves. And drowned. It's a very Greek story. A warning to do everything in moderation. And not to get above yourself. Literally. So those are two legends of Crete. Pretty stories which we don't necessarily believe. But we can see. From the archaeology that there is evidence that we can find by digging into the past beneath the buried ground that the stories have a basis in truth there's an amazing palace on crete the palace of Knossos, and it dates from very ancient times it's so vast and complex that it does indeed look like a maze and most strikingly of all we can see from all those wonderful works of art that bulls were a very important part of Minoan life. On Crete today, the most common animals appear to be mountain sheep and goats. And we might never have known that there were once cows and bulls here, were it not for the ancient statues and pictures of bulls that archaeologists have dug out of the ground. At some point, Minoan civilization just vanished. And one explanation is that there was an earthquake. Perhaps there were shakings and rumblings that preceded this terrible ground-shattering event. Perhaps people thought that those scary sounds were due to the bellowing of a bull god. This brings us to what history has to tell us about Crete. Daedalus fled perhaps flew all the way to the island of Sicily, which is now in Italy. King Minos was so distraught when his architect escaped that he followed him all the way there. While the king was in Sicily, he died, or maybe was killed in some way. The Cretans wanted revenge. They gathered all their young men into an army and sailed to Sicily, but the army failed to defeat the Sicilians and they never returned home, leaving Crete short of men. Later on, the Cretians had another foreign adventure, when they sent their men to join the other Greeks in the Trojan War. When they returned from Troy, they brought a plague back with them, and many people on Crete died of sickness. So those are ancient events. If they ever happened at all, They happened maybe 2,000 years before the birth of Christ. If we move forward to the time that Herodotus was alive, a mere 450 years before the birth of Christ, and events that were recorded by real history, not legend, most of the Greek cities joined together to fight invaders from the great empire of Persia. But the Cretans refused to take part. According to Herodotus, they remembered those ancient stories of past expeditions when they sent armies abroad, and no good came of it for Crete. As a result, they told the other Greeks, sorry, but this time we're going to sit this one out. So those legends had the power to affect real history, or as Oscar Wilde once said, life imitates art.